0: Welcome to the On Intimacy podcast for one of life's most important topics, authentic intimacy in sex, love, dating, and relationships. Visit onintimacy.com for resources, courses, coaching tips, and more. On with today's show, Season 1, Episode 2, Getting Men to Open Up. Today I'm speaking with Heidi Dahini, author, blogger, and published columnist who plums the mysteries of life, relationships, and what makes men and women tick. She writes a monthly column, Sex, Lust, and Love, What Matters, and will be releasing her first book in 2016. For part one of our conversation, we'll look at the challenges that women experience related to men's sexuality and emotions, plus the experience you can have once you learn to master those challenges. Then in part two, we'll delve deeper into some strategies and techniques that will allow you to master again men's sexuality and emotions Heidi thanks so much for taking the time with me today and it's awesome that you're writing a book do you have a working title yet
1: i do have a working title uh, it's soon to be changed but uh the title is 100 men Originally, I set out to interview 100 men between the ages of 21 to 79 is where I ended up with the the range. And I set out to interview 100 men, and it has since turned into several hundred. Um, mm. And so that title is, is probably going to be changing, but that was the original title. Awesome. So how the interviews worked, um, I did all the interviews in person, and... What I first did was I interviewed about 75 or 80 women and I asked them, what do you really want to know or understand about men? Mm-hmm. So I had my questions. I started out with about 15 of my own and then I decided, okay, well, I need to ask other women what they want to know about men. So they gave me their questions and together it totaled about 51, 52 questions. And the way the questions are organized, the first thing. Third, or are about your relationships with women. Okay. So, what have you learned? What, you know, um, your marriage? If they're married, if they're single, their different girlfriends, things like that. All their experiences surrounding relationships. Then, the second third was about having to do with sex, because women, you know, want to know that they want to understand about men. They had a lot of sex questions to ask men. And then the last part is surrounding men in general. What do you worry about? What do you think about? What keeps men up at night? Who do they talk to? Do they get lonely? Do women hurt their feelings? So those types of questions that really just gave men a chance to feel like, okay, someone's just really asking me about me, not because they're trying to get something or they're trying to figure something else out. Great. So that's the, that's how the questions were organized. And each interview was about two and a half, three hours, so it was quite a bit of uh, legwork, so to speak. Yeah, but it was fun.
0: <laughs> that's a lot of content to sort through and process and understand and categorize and and, and yes. yeah, awesome. So, what we're looking at is from a woman's perspective, um, but we're speaking about men's sexuality and emotions. So, first of all, is there a big difference? between how men and women approach sexuality and what they do or what kind of emotions they have?
1: Yeah, so I think for most women, it's a great question, Uh, most women, including myself, you know, we kind of assume that men don't want to talk. They don't have necessarily a ton of emotions. Mm -hmm. They want to have sex. They like beer usually, you know, the, I, I have a, a kind of a line that I that sort of sums up what a lot of men are stereotyped as, that no one thinks their needs go beyond, you know, porn, beer, and football. And they, they go way beyond that. They expand much further than that. But a lot of times women have the assumption that there's just a few things that men need and then they're happy. But meanwhile, there's, you know... Uh, I think women focus on, we want all these things from a man and we assume men just need one or two things, but men want all those things as well. But they just don't express it in the same way that women, that we do as women do. Okay. And so I think the issue is that both men and women are kind of going after the same things, but they just approach it so differently. And I think overall, you know, men, men are seeking freedom and women are seeking security. So that right from the beginning can be a little challenging, but ultimately they both want the same things, but men just go about it much differently. And so the assumption that a lot of women make is that, well, he doesn't really have that many emotions. He just needs, you know, a couple things. And meanwhile, there's a lot going on underneath it and there's you know, not to get off track too much, but but there's a lot of lonely men out there, uh, mm-hmm. you know, who don't really have anybody to talk to, and 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 we can get to this in a little bit, but there's there's reasons, specific reasons, why men don't share a lot of their emotions with women, especially the women they're intimate with. Right. So, to to understand
0: what matters most to men, to to not think that men's needs are so limited what what list of challenges do women actually have when they're trying to relate to or approach men's uh, sexuality and their emotions
1: Well, I think the challenge that that women have is that I say this in the nicest way they don't pay attention enough okay. you know we have that criticism women have the crit men i we want men to pay attention to us but men you need to pay attention to men will express their emotions in the things that they do for the woman most of the time, not so much what they say. And so in interviewing a lot of the men, so many of them said, I wish women would pay attention more to what we do, you know, because what what we say isn't necessarily, we're, we don't know how to say it sometimes. So it's easier for us to show the woman and do things for her to show her how we feel. So I think for a woman, the biggest challenge is assuming that he's going to show her in the same manner that she shows him. So she might do small things for him, and he appreciates that, and she might do certain things, but she's looking for the man to do the same thing, and when he doesn't, she's then saying, oh, he doesn't care about me, he doesn't love me, what's wrong? He's not doing this, he's not doing that. Mm-hmm. And that creates a whole other challenge, because then the woman's usually focusing on what the man's not doing, and, and most men underneath it, they are desperately trying to figure out how to make women happy. They, they try to figure out what to say, how to say it, when to say it, the right timing. And they're trying so hard to, and they're going through all this, and and women are just, you know, he doesn't do this and he doesn't do that for me. But that doesn't mean he doesn't, he's not, you know, terribly in love with you. He's just showing you in a different way. So I think the challenge is assuming that men are going to express that in the same way that women do.
0: That's all very true.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
0: Well, very true. Yes. So, so one of the skills that a woman can develop in terms of men's sexuality and emotions is getting men to open up, right? Yes. So let's talk about that as the skill that we're, that we're, we're speaking around. What's it like? Well, first of all, what does that mean, getting men to open up? Are men closed or is it more, again, women only think men are closed? But what is that about getting men to open up?
1: Okay, so that's another great question. Um, the one thing if, to start out with is men are not closed. I mean, either, there, there's always exceptions. There there might be, you know, I did interview a couple men who just, there just wasn't much more there than I just wanted to kind of leave me alone, have sex with me a couple times a week, make me some food. And But 99% of the men, there's much more there. So the thing about... You know, men are definitely not closed off, but men are terrified of rejection, retribution, being judged, and the repercussions that might come down the road with the woman that they're intimate with. So, so many men that I interviewed said it's sometimes it's better to just not say anything because if I say the wrong thing, I have to hear about it in a month or six months later or a year later. Mm -hmm. So they're terrified of the judgments and the repercussions coming from women. Again, this is a, a woman they're intimate with. The interesting thing about getting men to open up is men take time to process like when you start to talk to a man about his emotions a women can I mean we can pull off, off the top of our head and we can usually get to it pretty quickly how we're feeling but for a man and I watched it when I interviewed men and I'd ask them about pretty like deep emotional topics I had to give them, I had to sit there and be patient and give them a minute or two I actually wrote a, a blog about this a few months ago that women have to learn to just be quiet and give him some time. Give him a few minutes. You can't You can't answer for him. You can't jump on top of the first three words he says and then take it and think you know exactly what he's going to say and finish his sentence for him. That, and we do that. It's, 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 we're hardwired. I hate to use that term for women, but we tend to – we want to answer for you. Uh-huh. So the biggest thing is – being patient and giving him time to answer when you do ask him a question he wants to answer men men want to open up men want to share and I saw this in almost every guy I interviewed as soon as you give them a chance to start talking they they really want to share so but then, they're concerned that they're going to hear about it or they're going to get in trouble. So now they shared something and a woman acts funny and she's distant and cold and now she doesn't have sex with them for three weeks. He's never gonna, it's going to take a months to share again.
0: So we're saying getting men to open up is actually allowing them to, to be open as they are. They, they are open. You just got to give, give them the space, like a few minutes to allow them to process their thoughts or look at their emotions or or figure out how to express while feeling safe in a way that they're not going to feel judged or there's not going to be some yes. terrible retribution for their expression in the moment they're cautious right
1: they are cautious yes and that's a, that's a great way to put it because they the safety I'm glad you brought that up because that's another great point is they need to feel like there's a safe environment, Mm -hmm. you know, for them to share. If they don't feel safe in sharing, they're going to hold back. And I, I know this to be true because I got so much information from, from men because I was essentially a stranger. So that's removed that Mm -hmm. judgment, that the repercussions, the be that safe environment was created. And I was able to, to get all this information and to hear all the things that they really do want to share, but they're 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 afraid i mean i it sounds very you know sort of basic but they're afraid of getting yelled at they don't men don't like confrontation in general it's so true as well they, they will go <laughs> i mean the stories i heard of the things that men will do to get around confrontation is unbelievable. <laughs> and and you know women will just come out and you know again it's it's not all women and all men but the majority you know is is like that so it's a very so yeah, safe environment needs to be created but it and it, you know, and for the woman, she needs to, you know, there's a few things she can do, but overall she needs to really be patient and she needs to listen to him and not internalize what he's saying, not personalize it and assume it's her and then she becomes defensive and then that, you know, and, and that's that's the last time he's gonna share for a while.
0: Great, What what is it like for a woman when she actually has the ability of allowing men to be open? What we discussed earlier, what I wrote down was how to get men to open up, but we're changing that around now. What is it like for a woman when she
1: she can allow men to be open? I think the main thing is it's very liberating for the woman. It's very freeing because she's not attaching, she's not waiting for him to say the wrong thing, you know, to jump all over that. She's not attaching any personal, you know, attacks on what he's saying. And she's just allowing him to, you know, it's it, it's it's just like with any person, whether male or female, allowing the person to just be in their presence and allow them to share, you know, what they want to share and who they are. And to really, the other thing, too, is for the woman is she'll, she'll get to see the side of him that she really wants to get to. That's the interesting thing. You know, she's trying to get to that vulnerable mm. kind of softer side, and, and, and it's definitely there. I mean, men, men are way more sensitive than, than the world gives them credit for, but she'll get to see more of that without pressuring him into doing it. right? By just allowing him, you know, so it's, it's I think much, it's, it's fulfilling for the woman for sure.
0: Right, so, so that emotional reward or the payoff for her is that it's fulfilling. Can, can you describe more for a woman who has that ability what is her emotional experience like? How is that different to previously when she didn't have that ability to give men space to be open?
1: Well, I think it's a it's a much more a peaceful and better place to be in for the woman, first of all. You know, as she allows him, the interesting thing is that as, as she allows him to be who he really is, he then appreciates her so much more and she's now getting twice as much you know, it's that's the interesting thing about it is now she's getting, you know, all the things she's trying to get from him by by just allowing him versus trying to make him do it, you know, which then makes him run the other way. You know, it's a it's an interesting dance, so to speak, but it's definitely more it's more peaceful for her. It's more fulfilling. It's more rewarding. And she's less. Um, I, I I guess the word that comes to mind is the angst that a lot of women you know, go through trying to understand men or trying to get them to open up. So that's, that's gone. That's, you know, that angst that she feels is then eliminated. Right. It's a great place to be for her and for him. mm -hmm. So.
0: Brilliant insights. And I don't know if this is a difficult question, but let's try it. I've got here. What beliefs does she have to have that enable her to create that space for a man? What, what does she have to believe about herself or about him or about the relationship that allows her to create that space of openness?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. And and if you don't mind, I'm probably going to take it a little bit mm-hmm. in the somewhat what I would consider spiritual realm. But I think for the woman to focus on herself and to realize her relationship with her is the ultimate thing. And that's where she needs to focus. And by putting her attention on herself and she being able to get in the place where she's, you know, in a comfortable spot and she's appreciating and loving and herself that emanates, you know, he feels that and it allows him to be in that same space. So I think that the emotions and the, is for, for each person ideally would then to just be to focus on, you know, work on their relationship with themselves. And that's really how you can ultimately come to a great relationship with another person. Mm -hmm. Because if you're, if you're not in a good place with yourself, if you're not, Uh, focusing on your relationship with who you are, you can't expect it. No one's going to do that for you. It's not possible. It's not fair to put that on another person. Men feel that a lot. Men feel the pressure of women having a void and looking for happiness in the man. And they feel that pressure and they, they just kind of tiptoe away, (laughs) you know? And so I think for the woman to really find her own happiness first, find, discover who she is. And that's great. You can do it at any age, but. On top of discovering is really find your own happiness so that whether he's there or not, you're still happy. That's about the best gift you can give to another person and a man, for that matter.
0: Brilliant insights. You've nailed it. From, from my perspective, my experience, you've definitely nailed it. So let's, Wonder- let's go through a little bit in terms of specifically sexuality. What, what is it that the challenges that women experience in terms of men's sexuality in light of them being open or, or trying to uh, give them space
1: to be open? Well, I think as far as sexuality goes, you know, it's a, you know, men somehow get this sort of stereotype that they, they're, they're just trying to get the woman to have sex with them. And yes, they are. But mm-hmm. a man also wants a deeply intimate, loving sexual relationship and experience as well. I guess the challenge is assuming that that's really all he, you know, men know, men know when a woman, I don't want to get too sidetracked here, but when a woman begrudgingly gives him oral sex or begrudgingly has sex with him, they, they know that they feel it. And most men told me, you know what, just, I'd rather, I'd rather go without it than have that. And so a, a man wants to have that intimate experience as well with a woman. So I think, you know, that, I mean, it's a bigger topic and there's a lot to talk about in that. Yeah, in terms of
0: initiating sex, do do women just think he wants to only have sex and therefore she's kind of, she should allow him to initiate or can she initiate? What's her perspective on or, or challenge in terms of initiating being sexual with a man?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. You know, most men, because that question around that topic was in the interviews, and most men would love it if a woman initiated, because they do feel like they constantly, especially when a man and a woman are married for a while, the man feels like he just always has to initiate. and And they would say, I wish she would just show some interest. You know, you know, a woman wants to feel like, super hot and appreciated and lusted after by a man, but she forgets that the man wants to feel lusted after t- you know, mm-hmm. she, he wants to feel that same thing from her. Mm-hmm. And so I think most men would love it for women to initiate more the challenge for women. And this is, it, it's a tricky subject because, and I know that men are expected to initiate, you know, in society, let's just call it that way, that in general, men are expected to initiate sex. However, for a woman to initiate, it does take a lot of it takes a lot of guts but most men would absolutely love it and the the, the trick is is that a woman could initiate and, and and I've experienced this in in my life as well. You initiate sex and it for whatever reason it just doesn't go the way that you I mean that that and men obviously know this much better than women do but for a woman to go and initiate and it doesn't go so well the way she had planned then I mean, that really affects the woman and she's, you know, Mm. terrified to do it again, but it it definitely impacts her Mm -hmm. courage to to try it again. Mm -hmm. But most men would love it if a woman would initiate more or at least express their interest in him as, you know, not just the father of their children or not just the husband or not just the boyfriend, but as this hot sexual man. So I think women could stand to initiate a lot more and men would love it Mm. for sure.
0: Super. Have you got anything else to, to add before we go over to part two and we try and delve into a little bit more of the actual techniques or strategies that women can use? But is there anything else in terms of challenges, in terms of the beliefs that a woman should have when she's mastered that, that ability to allow men to be open? Um, or anything else in terms of the evidence that she has? How does she know? that she's creating that kind of space uh, that really
1: allows men to be open? That's a great question. I think the biggest evidence is that she will start to see him sharing more willingly and not being as apprehensive and not shutting down. You know, uh, women kind of refer that men will just shut down and like disappear or go away, you know. the other thing I forgot to mention earlier, and I, I just thought of this, is one of the, and this might be part, a little bit more of part two, but in telling a man that you want to talk, you know, if you want to, setting up the, the the situation to get a man to open up more, the worst thing you could do is say, I, I think we need to sit down and talk. That To a man that's, that's very terrifying, it's disturbing, he's worried, he, he's trying to You know, figure out what did I do wrong? How can I get out of this? What I don't think I did anything wrong, but I don't know, you know. And so that's certainly not a way to set it up, but for sure, he will begin to open up more and she'll see. I don't want to say he'll come to her more, but he'll perhaps confide and and allow her to see more of him, Mm -hmm. of that side that he's not really showing anybody.
0: Is there something here about fantasies or prudishness or or variety sexual variety for for in your interviews with the men that they don't feel that they don't have the space to guide or to tell women what they want or something along those lines
1: definitely yes uh, but there's several questions about that and there is a there's a portion of men who are with women who are they are able to share their sexual fantasies with some of them act them out together. But there is, I would say, the majority, 75% or so, are not comfortable sharing their fantasies. And one of the ways that men will test that, and that's the thing that men do, that women, not all women realize. They kind of test the waters in their own way, and they see how she responds. So Mm -hmm. if perhaps there's something a little racy on the edge of porn, and then she, you know, completely shuts it down or has a fit and, you know, is very upset and starts yelling at him. <laughs> to him, that's testing the waters. And he's like, well, I guess that's not going to work, you know? Yeah. So, so he, at that point, he's not going to then tell her that he has this fantasy about her doing what, you know, who, whatever it may be, another woman with them dressing up, who knows? I mean, there's, I, I, I heard enough fantasies to, I could write a whole nother book on men's fantasies. So they test the waters. And so there are definitely lots of, um, for the woman to be able to be a little bit more open about that stuff, it goes yeah. a long way for men, right? Exactly. Because they're they're terrified to share, but they want to. So they want to experience that with the woman that they're.
0: Right. So it sounds like a big part of getting men to open up is for women actually to be more open themselves.
1: Is that fair? That is absolutely correct. Yeah that that is the perfect way to to put it. Yes. Right.
0: All right, super, so let's move over to part two where we can talk about some of the strategies that a woman can use to develop the, her, an, the ability, the skill of creating space for men to be more open and therefore allowing her to master men's sexuality and emotions. Here we are in part two and uh, we've had a great conversation so far. I, I find it very fascinating to hear how well you actually nail men's perspectives so I can see that the research you've done has been very very insightful. So let's go through, tell us about some of the actual techniques, how to's that women can use to develop that space with men in terms of their emotions and their sexuality.
1: Well, one of the first things and this it may seem very basic, but for women it's very challenging. Um, what like we talked about in the first part, when a woman wants uh, you know a man to open up, she also she first needs to be in a very good place. She needs to be very calm and in a good place herself. But when she first starts to ask him about his emotions, if, if you know, if the conversation is they're, they're talking about emotions, she almost needs to, and, and, and I, I, I'm completely serious, she almost needs to sit and, and count and wait two to three times longer than she thinks she would, longer than she would normally wait for him to respond. Mm-hmm. Even if he's sitting there and he's kind of saying a couple words and he's trying to formulate something. In my opinion, the worst thing she could do is to just jump on those couple words, take it, assume she knows what he's going to say and then finish his sentence for him. She needs to wait almost that uncomfortable, you know, in sales, I, I, I spent a lot of time in sales and the hardest thing is to ask a question, be quiet and don't say a word and allow the person to answer and wait. And there may be like an uncomfortable silence. And that's the space. That's one of the. I mean, this is just a, a not a minor technique, but a, a simple technique. Is to allow him that space because he needs he needs that time to formulate what he's going to say. And he may even not really formulate it completely. He may take you know a day or two and think about it. But she needs to give him that space
0: and not be not be mightier than thou or, or judgmental yes. or. It's really got to come from what? What is it? Acceptance or curiosity or respect or what words would you put to that?
1: I would yeah. I would say it's it's all of that. It's a little bit of of all of it. it, it you know, is she the curiosity is great? Is she really curious? What's underneath? I don't want to say facade because that has a bad connotation. But what's underneath the man that he's showing the world? There's a lot more underneath that. And is she really genuinely curious? to get to that? Or is she just looking for what he's showing the world and that's really all she's after? So there's definitely, I think the curiosity is, is a great one but, and respect as well from, from more of a, just to take it back to like a human being, you know, to allow the person, the space to be who they are and let them show you who they are. You know, men, men will show a woman, they will show her who she, you know, who he is from the very beginning. And he'll slowly open up more and more, but he'll, they tend to show the woman who they are.
0: So just maybe back to part one kind of stuff, mm-hmm. what is it that a, man, that a man thinks or believes that Makes them not stay open. Why do men close up when, like, obviously they want a better relationship? They want better communication. They right. do. They do have those needs and those sensitivities. So why do they? Why don't they go for it and tell the woman how it is?
1: It's funny. Um, during I was about 47, 48, He had been married. He was divorced, and he. <laughs> He told me a story about like 15, 20 years prior to, you know, he was like in his 20s. And he expressed to this woman, you know, how much he really was in love with her. And apparently she did not, she didn't feel the same way, but she sort of just kind of brushed it off and was very abrupt. And and he said it, it took him years to get over that, you know? And so I think what happens is that men might try, to do that with a, a particular woman, maybe the first woman they fall in love with or maybe a woman that they feel a little bit more comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And they'll try that and if it doesn't go so well, they they tend to shut down for quite some time and it, it takes them a long time to get the courage back up to to then share that side of them, that emotional side with another woman. Mm-hmm. Because you know, I think for especially now, you know, people are dating more casually and so men and women, but, you know, men especially are, are not as inclined to open up as early, you know, if they're just kind of casually dating different women. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, they try it and it doesn't go so well. Their feelings get hurt, which we also need to talk about because that's a big topic that came through in the interviews. But and then they shut down and they they're, you know, they're just afraid to try it again. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm.
0: okay. Based on now, following on from that, what other techniques are there for a woman creating space for a man to be open?
1: Well, I think one of the biggest things a woman can do is to find her own life, create her own life and her own happiness to where she is in a place where she's fulfilled. She's happy. There are no voids. Um, and, and this you know takes more than just, oh, I think I'm going to figure out who I am. It, it goes much, much deeper than that. But you know, for her to get to a place where she's, she's happy, she's content, she loves her life, she loves herself, she's comfortable with herself, she's comfortable in her body, all of that comes into play. And for her to just have an easy, lighthearted way about her. Mm-hmm. is is probably one of the greatest things for a man is just to be with a woman who is the pressure is not on him to make her happy okay you know where she's happy she's fulfilled he's coming along for the ride mm-hmm. you know and that's that's probably now that is counterintuitive to a lot of women you know for women it's let me reel him in so many men said they they don't want to feel like they're this You know, the woman's got her checklist, and she's trying to find the right man with the right job, and then is he certain height, weight, looks, whatever, and then she's going to have two or three kids with him, and then, you know, and men feel that, and so many men said that, you know, they don't, they want to feel like there was something unique and special about them as to why she chose them. (laughs) Not that she's just on a mission, she's 28, she's 32, whatever it may be, 35, it's time to get married, it's time to have kids. Uh, Any of you guys will do. Mm -hmm. Anybody? around, you know? (laughs) So, uh, I got a little sidetracked on that, but, but definitely for the woman to be, to, to, I can't stress it enough that she needs to really focus on herself first before it's the greatest gift she can give herself. And it's the greatest gift she can give to a man.
0: So a few practical examples, what might she do day to day or week to week that allows her to focus on herself?
1: Well, I think she first needs to find out, you know, what she enjoys, what makes her happy. Looking and being honest, you know, am I doing what I'm passionate about? Passionate about? Am I doing what I really enjoy? And taking the time to figure that out—that—that's, you know, people say that all the time. You know, find your passion, find your joy. Well, it's it's pretty difficult for a lot of people. It's it, it's not that easy for some people. And so, taking that time by herself to figure that out is highly underrated, in my opinion. you know, take the time you need to figure that out. And that may be taking, if you can, maybe take a few weeks off and just, you know, figure out what you want to do or what you enjoy doing. It's also a daily thing. I think it, you know, I'm a huge believer in meditation and intentions and, uh, you know, energetic, uh, anything that has to do with energy. So from her perspective, there's meditation, there's figuring out what she enjoys, doing what she wants to do, not waiting for the guy to come along until she starts to do what she really, you know, I want to do this. When he comes along, then I'll go do this. Right. And I'm a woman. I'm around it. I hear it. It's most women. We want to wait for the guy to then create our life. The guy wants to create his life and then find the woman. Yes. And that (laughs) inherently is very tricky because... (laughs) You have two different, two totally different intentions going on individually with each person. Therein lies one of the greater challenges. (laughs) I I don't think I need to say any more about that. No, absolutely. Anyhow.
0: So let's think of where she might go to. If she's taking, say, a couple of weeks off annual leave from work, she can look at Pinterest boards and look at new hobbies or.
1: I. You know, I personally would not do it that way, but okay. that's just my own. I would stay off of social media okay. as much as you can because the problem with social media, not to get sidetracked with social media, because it's, it, it has a great purpose, but there's a, a false pretense that everybody's perfect, everybody's happy, mm. everybody's life was created in two days, and everything's wonderful. And then there's a comparison, especially women oh, yeah. will then compare. And why am I not there? Why am I not doing as well as her or him or, you know? And so I she, would say
0: she ends up looking at a, a glitzy, unrealistic fantasy rather than actually right. that are other people's ideas of a right. good life rather than a deeper look at herself, right?
1: Yes. I mean, I would, I would say the, the first thing to do would be to do it more of an internal, you know, nothing external, not searching for something necessarily outside, but spending a lot of time again, you know, and meditation doesn't have to be, I'm, I'm sitting on the floor on this beanbag thing and it's uncomfortable and my back hurts and I'm mm-hmm. trying to, you know, I'm thinking about the grocery store or the guy that, you know, that didn't text me back or, you know, that doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be that way. You know, it can be, you can create your own version of meditation um, and there's tons of stuff, you know, that you can listen to or, you know, you can have guided meditations, but I think starting there, but then f- looking at what does she really enjoy doing? For example, I, I grew up dancing and I'm, it, it, it wasn't, I couldn't become a professional dancer. I wasn't good enough. I was too big. I was too, too you know, there's all sorts of things that go along in the professional dance, but I, I'm completely passionate about it. I love it. So I, I go to ballet three days a week still because mm-hmm. I love it and to me that brings me so much happiness that nobody else you know that's just me it's my time it's in a studio you know so that's an example of something that maybe she was an who knows an ice skater when she was little or something well we'll go take ice skating lessons again or things like that because that's where all the great things come from the great ideas the great opportunities when you're just in happiness and joy and and, and, you know enjoying the moment that you're in.
0: To understand men's sexuality and emotions, how well does a woman need to understand her own sexuality and emotions, and how does she do that?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Now, as far as sexuality, I think for it comes back to again the woman, and and I was just having this conversation uh, on another uh, show that we were talking about women looking to men to fulfill their sexual needs where again, it's looking at for the man to make, to make the woman happy, but the man doesn't know how to necessarily do that. He tries, he's, you know, he's trying different things. And, but the, if the woman doesn't know how to please herself, she's not comfortable with her own body. She doesn't know how her body works. She, she can't expect him to do it for her. So Mm. I think to understand a man's or to be in in, uh, alignment, I guess, with the man's sexuality, I think the first thing she needs to do is to discover her own sexuality. And men men enjoy that too, right? They do. They do. Yes. You Mm -hmm. know, and it's that interesting thing where, you know, a lot of people aren't that comfortable talking about it or maybe it's, you know, but it's the woman has to be able, she has to understand how to please herself. She has to understand how her body works. How can she tell a man if he's trying to do something, say a particular technique and they're in bed and, and he's trying to do something and he says, well, do how, what do you want me to, you know, do you like this? Do you like that? And she doesn't know. I mean, imagine what that's. You know, put yourself in in the man's position, you know, and you're trying to figure out what he likes and he doesn't know. I mean, yes, it can be fun, but it could be so much more fun if if two people really understand their bodies and know and appreciate their own bodies. But I did a column on the type, the body type that men find the most attractive. Mm-hmm. So they they could choose whatever type they found to be most attractive and. <sighs> It's very interesting. It is not, you know, a size to some very olive oil stick figure woman. It's actually the woman who's the most comfortable in her own skin is the sexiest to a man. And whether that's a size 14 or a size 2, it, they could care less. They don't even understand. Men don't really understand the size. <laughs> anyway. So, you know, I think they know like twenty eight's kind of big and zero's pretty skinny, but otherwise they have no idea. So for a man, a woman who is the comfortable in her skin is completely sexy to a man and yeah. attractive. that's one of the most attractive and that's what they consider to be a body type and oh, by the way they did say when narrowed down to you have to pick a body type curvy women were the most attractive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's about 70 percent was curvy mm-hmm. or voluptuous
0: anything else any other strategies or techniques that we can offer listeners for now
1: I think the other thing to for women to remember is men are sensitive. Men are way more sensitive and you know when a man pulls away, this is one thing I definitely want to mention because this is very important. If a, if a woman senses a man pulling away, she, a lot of times women will assume, oh he doesn't like me anymore or he he's trying to tell me he doesn't want to be with me or he's he's cheating on me or he's found another woman. Women hurt men's feelings daily. I did not know this. I had no idea how often we hurt men's feelings. I I feel terrible about it. I kept hearing over and over and over again, you know, women hurt men's feelings every day. And so if a man is kind of, you know, pulling away or withdrawing, it doesn't necessarily mean she needs to remember Maybe you know, he's sensitive. Maybe there's something, maybe she hurt his feelings. You know, maybe it's not that he's trying to tell her he wants to end the relationship. Maybe his feelings are hurt, and he just needs a you know, he just needs a little bit of space. And men will work through it pretty quickly, but they do need a little bit of space. and 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 women, we have to remember, I think, as women that that men are sensitive. and there's things that we do that that hurt men's feelings. I just did it a few weeks ago. I said to a male friend of mine something, he gave me a suggestion, and I, I shot it down within two seconds. And I thought, and I, you know, and he knows about this project in my book, and and I, you know, sent him a text later and said, "I'm so sorry, that was really." And he's like, "Oh, thanks for saying that." It was a little abrupt. Like, <laughs> 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 so, you know, where a couple of years ago, I, I mean, I, you know, my my mother, I grew up; she's very abrupt, you know, and uh-huh. so it was kind of always my nature to just be, you know. So, it, it women, we we just have to realize that men are men are sensitive and it's you know we don't give them enough credit for that we don't realize how sensitive they really are
0: is does does that have something to do with women's experience of men as men being more competitive or aggressive does it, it Is it women developing kind of a hard shell around themselves, or is it something else? I
1: would say it's more the men, because when you you talk to men and you ask them why, one of the questions I asked about was why women don't show when they really care about a woman. And almost all of them said it starts on the playground. Because you're on the playground, you're five, six, seven, whatever. You fall, you hurt yourself, you cry a little bit, everybody makes fun of you. All all the guys around, the kids around you make fun of you. So you learn as a man, you grow up, okay, well, the less I share, you know, the cooler, quote, unquote, I am. Yeah. And so they grow up with that. Where for women, again, we have other things. We have images and body issues. But, but men grow up with that. The less they share, the better off they are. That's how it appears to them, that if I share less, then that I'm going to get further and so they learn that and they almost all of them said the same thing, they learned it at a very young age and they're not taught to talk about their feelings, they're not taught to cry, they're not taught to express their emotions, so now they're 30, 40, 50 years old and now the woman's like, tell me how you feel and he's like, "I, I, I don't even know how to start, I don't even know how I feel, let alone telling you, expressing that in words and so to just for women to remember that it's, it starts early for men and that's, you know, that it's ingrained in them to be, to be tough, to be, you know, not to show emotion. And now all of a sudden the woman wants them to show emotion. So to just give, you know, be a little easier on them, give them, cut them some slack. He's, they're trying. So is, is that's really
0: great. Is that, is that what you'd mean by giving men support?
1: Yes. Right. That's, that's part of it. Yes, right. definitely. Okay. That's definitely. Part of it.
0: Any final comments to share and also where can people find you online?
1: Oh, yes. Okay. So final comment, I would say, and this might not be as profound as it's sounding at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> women like to buy things for men. They like to, you know, buy them gifts and do things because women like to get gifts. And the interesting thing is when I asked men, what's the nicest thing a woman that you're in love with, your wife, whatever girlfriend could do for you? And most of them said just to know that she has my back. I just want to know she's in my corner. You know, I don't need a fancy meal every single night. I you know, I don't need a blow job every time I walk in the door. You know, I don't need, yes, those things are great, but I really, really would love it if I just knew she was there to support me. I could come home. I can, you know, let my guard down, be myself. And she still loves me for who I am. And she has my back. That was the greatest thing that almost every man said what a woman could give to a man. You know, it's the nicest thing. It it is profound. (laughs) Yes, I know. From from a woman's perspective, it's like, really? You know, (laughs) but from a man, they're like, gosh, thank God, you know. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so uh, I can be found online, uh, HeidiDohini.com. It's D-O-H-E-N-Y. It's a little tricky to spell, but... um, dot com and then on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else I'm one hundred men. Okay, and the
0: book is out. Did you? Is there? A, is there a scheduled date? Is
1: there. So right now the book is finished. Um, I'm in the midst of editing. Yes, 2016. There's a lot of information in it.